0: Welcome back. Melissa Dealey here, the host of the Don't Wait for Your Wake Up Call podcast. And I'm excited to bring you another wonderful guest today. Today, I'm introducing you to Deb King of the Wisdom Playground. Welcome, Deb.
1: Thank you, Melissa. So excited to be here.
0: So as you can probably hear her lovely Australian accent, it's very early in her morning as we're recording this episode, so extra special thanks for being here. And Deb is the co-founder of the Wisdom Playground, a new era business incubator that supports coaches and healers to create greater ease, profit, and impact. Deb describes herself as a happiness ambassador. How amazing is that? and enthusiastic human with a passion for music, travel, life, people, and all things uplifting. Her unconventional career includes being a bouncer, nightclub manager in London, through to other leadership, sales, and marketing roles. And across the past 20 years, she's coached, mentored, and trained thousands of people globally as a transformational master coach as I said, from Australia. So no wonder Deb has become a wonderful friend of mine over the last couple of years since we met online. And given that this month is the theme of play, I thought that Deb and the Wisdom Playground would be a fabulous uh, episode for everyone to be further inspired to bringing more play into our lives. So welcome, welcome, Deb.
1: Thank you. And how great, yes, to encourage everyone to bring more play into our lives. Can't have enough.
0: Exactly. And and even working on this theme myself, it's really made me realize, you know, like, where did that little six or seven-year-old girl go, right? And we have these societal norms or expectations of adults and, you know, What if we just let our inner child out to play and didn't care about what other people thought and that we could have so much joy in the moment instead of feeling like we can't show that wonderful emotion. And I love the idea of just walking past the schoolyard and you hear the laughter, so much laughter, right? So I want to encourage people to get back to that.
1: Exactly. In general, it's kids that are having the most fun. What, what exactly. Being asked to bring our our more laughter, more play uh, in the wisdom playground. We call it unadulting. I love it.
0: <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I love it. So I would love for you to share your story, because as you said, you've got a little bit of an eclectic background that's brought you into being this human enthusiast and happiness ambassador. So please share.
1: So, okay, so I grew up in Sydney and um, I feel like I always was on a happiness inquiry. I wanted life to be fun and and um, I, I was a big party animal as a, a late teen, like 17 to 30 actually was a major party animal. <laughs> And I really, really did give that a good crack. As as you said, I lived in London, I worked in nightclubs and music industry and I really had some big time partying and eventually realised that um, I wasn't fully fulfilled and that's when I started to look within and in 2003 I came back to Sydney to become a life coach and then I've been on this huge personal development, spiritual development, entrepreneurial development journey ever since. And what I had realized is prior to this journey, I had been seeking externally for happiness and that's not where you find it. And so it has been a really interesting um, journey because I also was very judgmental of myself. I was very much um, critical to myself, very mean to myself, and um, thankfully have learned (laughs) not to do that (laughs) But also I I just want to
0: stop you there because how many people relate to that right now? Because that's kind of the way we naturally tend to go is to beat ourselves up for every little thing and be super judgmental and super critical of ourselves and not giving ourselves any grace or any space or stopping to celebrate the baby steps. And yet we don't do that to others. Right? We're celebrating others, and we don't allow ourselves to celebrate ourselves.
1: Yeah, two really key things there. One is to we judge ourselves' time to stop it, and mm-hmm. the other thing is to celebrate more, because mm-hmm. we celebrate all day every day and appreciate and celebrate, and when we focus on that, we get more of that. So yes, those two things are actually super key. Uh, key pieces to having a better life and a healthier life.
0: Mm -hmm. It's something that I'm learning this year. Actually, at the end of last year, I was on an event. I don't even remember what it was. And somebody said to have a wind wall. So I've created a wind wall for 2022 and I have it over here and I see it every day. And, you know, that's kind of where I celebrate My little wins, doesn't matter how small they are, but they're my wins, right? I achieve something, et cetera, et cetera, and it goes on my wall. And so I thought that was a brilliant idea and a way to bring that more to the forefront for me, right? So even as you and I talk about this, I hear you saying it's a journey. It's been almost 20 years for you, right? And so for other people listening, we're all still working on this.
1: It's not a destination. It's an ongoing practice to keep noticing how we're feeling, what we're saying to ourselves and and keep choosing because if we can fall into old habits of being mean to ourselves or judging ourselves, well, I'm going to assume it's old habits for everyone from now, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Um, but, yeah, to, to actually notice that because we can then choose differently. We can choose to focus on what we actually want rather than what we don't want. We can actually choose to what we could celebrate or appreciate rather than what we want to complain or whinge about, you know. Yeah. And it makes an incredible difference of where we're focusing. That's Absolutely. And to your point,
0: too, sometimes people don't know what they want because they but they do know what they don't want. But because they're spending so much time focusing on what they don't want, they haven't ever looked at it from the other side of what they do want.
1: It is worth considering if you are looking, you don't know what you want, but you know what you don't want to actually go, well, imagine you don't like that's not happening anymore. What would you love to have happening? And even if you don't get the answer straight away, just be in the inquiry of allowing that the messages to come to guide you to that and you'll notice how you feel when it's expansive and light versus contracted and heavy you start to notice in your body um because our our body is guiding us and i think that well, i t- make the joke that everything that happened bc before covid needs a refresh yeah <laughs> <laughs> trying to make that stick melissa <laughs> but we're in a new yep, era we are and, so, and i agree with you anything that is bc we we were very much about thinking and being in our head and doing and 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 there's some value in that but it's actually even more valuable when we bring our whole self to the to the party like our our energy our body our everything is guiding us not just our head our head can be very limited when we can really tune into our heart and the infinite wisdom and potential that we have access to magic can happen and very quickly. And so it's it's starting to get to know how to tune into that more is so um, powerful.
0: And sometimes it's the heart and sometimes it's also the unconscious mind, right? We get stuck in the conscious mind. Mm. But when we get out of the conscious mind and into our unconscious mind, we can also allow ourselves to be guided. And as you say, it's very powerful. And that's where the quantum leaps forward can happen.
1: Mm, Yeah, I just talk about it from the heart because I think it's Mm -hmm. an easy way to access that unconscious. Right. Using the breath. Right, yes. Breathing, just focusing on breathing, imagining you're breathing in through your heart and out through your heart and very quickly you're present, you're in your heart, you're out of this small conscious mind, limited to accessing the infinite possibilities and solutions that are available in every moment. It's so cool. We have so much more potential than we've been accessing. 100%. And, and it's very exciting to actually start to give ourselves permission to play with that and explore that.
0: I love that. I love that. And a couple of episodes ago, I had somebody on who. Um, was talking about this as well. It was Lisa Brewer, and she was talking about you know being in the flow, right? And then she actually uh, her mantra, if I don't screw it up, is give permission to your purpose to provide for your purpose. Mm, nice, which I really liked as well. Mm. And when we do get into that place of flow and we're in our heart and all of these resources are available to us. As you said, we can do so much more and with greater ease. Yes. And with more fun.
1: That's the thing. That's, that's actually what's available to us. If it's not ease, if it is struggle, then it's possibly a sign that's not the path at that moment. It's like we're actually being guided all the time. It's noticing and, and being aware and allowing allowing the um like you say the flow really (laughs) the ease exactly
0: and that's also something I'm working on because I'm very much someone who was raised and spent you know all of my corporate years in my head Mm -hmm. it was kind of the expectation it was just the norm as and not to mention the norm of well we pay you for 40 hours a week because you're on a salary but we actually expect you to get all of the work done that we're giving you and if it takes 60 hours then you got to do it. You got to stay and work for 60 hours. Right. And that whole societal mindset that you're supposed to work harder to show your dedication as exactly. opposed to that. It's actually meant to be easy. So like I'm having to undo all of that learning as well. Maybe that's part of my unadultering, unadultering,
1: unadultering,
0: Unadulting.
1: Yes, yeah, well, I think that that's most of us have been conditioned for that mm-hmm. to work hard, to be in the struggle, to um, always be in our head. That it's actually uh, we haven't we haven't actually. It's not been okay to feel your feelings. It's not been okay to be vulnerable. It's starting to be. There's a growing consciousness of that, which is fantastic because emotions are important. It's energy and We are energy. And so actually not needing to judge emotions and we don't need to to suffer in them and, and bathe in them, but to actually allow ourselves to feel and express is a very healthy thing because if we don't, as you know, if we don't allow those um, feelings to be expressed, then they're going to store in the body and come out in some level of dis-ease. At Absolutely. Some
0: point absolutely. Mm. It's interesting because I'm running a detox program right now with some people and it's amazing how quickly some people start to release the emotions in a detox program, right? That's not why they started doing it. It's not what they were expecting, but it's what's coming up, which is wonderful, right? Because they're in a place where they're now allowing those, those emotions to start to release, which
1: that's the pathway to them being in full health, right? Exactly. Because they haven't expressed them that they're having whatever challenge they're having. Yeah. So it makes total sense to hear that. you, Yeah.
0: Yeah. So it's been 10 years of a journey for you. Um, can you share some highlights, some aha moments or pivotal moments as you uh, have been on this path to creating the wisdom playground, because I know the wisdom playground is a BC business right sorry no, it's a, it's a, a it's pandemic, COVID, baby. A pandemic yeah. baby yes <laughs> so that's relatively new so what were the pivotal moments that got you to where you're at today
1: yeah so yeah the last 20 years I've been in the coaching industry and uh, absolutely you know back then when I started uh, lots of people hadn't even heard of what that was it's so great that there's been such a growing evolution of uh, awareness uh, of lots of people kind of actually learning to become more self-aware and interested in their own growth and and things like that so I have been doing many great things through that time in coaching and training and
0: I'm going to jump in there too as well just to say that it's there's a greater awareness in people that they do better when they work with someone else who's already been there right? Mm -hmm. And there's not any shame in that. It's actually, you know, courage to go, hey, this is what I want to do. This is where I want to go. Who can get me there the fastest? So again, it's looking for that ease, right? And recognizing that everyone needs coaches. We have coaches in from community sports as a child or school sports, right? And we've had business coaches for, for years and all these different types of coaches. And now people are recognizing it's okay to have a coach in my life, and it's actually going to advance me faster, which yeah, I love.
1: Great thing to have multiple coaches in the area. Exactly. That you wanna, to to focus on absolutely, and uh, and we're as humans, we're not meant to do it alone. We have been conditioned to be very independent and compete, but actually. We're here to collaborate and bring each other the best of each other out, and and I suppose that's what happened with the Wisdom Playground. Is when um, when the world changed, <laughs> my beautiful business partner Gabby and I were talking, and and we wanted to focus on reinvention and consciously creating new and better ways, rather than just go back to the old and rather than um, what what happens if we don't consciously create something new we will just repeat what we know and so here is an opportunity anything is possible the fact that what happened in 2020 if you um, ask yourself would you have thought that was possible before it happened I would say most of us would say absolutely not I totally would not have thought that could have been possible what has happened in the world
0: and i would agree shows, i would
1: agree yeah that shows anything is possible so we can actually create the dream we can actually create the most amazing world where everyone is supported and thriving that is actually possible and it takes a conscious creation and it takes us all tapping into the best of our humanity it takes us tapping into collaborating together so I like that you say, you know, we yes, we, we all benefit from coaches and support and doing things together. Rather some things it's good to you know, it's also you need some stuff alone. However, there's too much independence and competition in the BC world mm-hmm. that that keeps us separate, divided and conquered. You know, it's time to unite, collaborate and actually co create. Um, and so the pivotal moments have been. I, I, I've always been unconventional, so I've always wanted things to be done in different ways. So I haven't really followed the, but the, the path of the mainstream or the way they say you should should <laughs> do it, uh, whoever they are. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I was always un- unconventional. Then um, this happened in 2020. I had very different plans. I was on my way to wanting to spend a lot more time in Hawaii. <laughs> and um, and anyway, this has happened. And, and what happened with the Wisdom Playground has been quite magical because um, – it's sort of it unfolded through us. It's not like Gabby and I said, let's create a business together. It was just through conversation and ideas that when we were playing with, I <laughs> started with a Zingles party on Zoom called Zingles.
0: <laughs> I think I attended one of them.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't think you attended that one, but you did attend one of our collaborative learning parties, okay. which um, has then yeah led into us having a beautiful new era business incubator membership uh, with amazing coaches healers and new era wisdom teachers that are doing incredible things on the planet and we're um always exploring like it's a really healthy environment to explore how to do new and better ways in business that make business easier and more profit and greater impact so yeah exciting
0: i love that you're creating that to support the coaches that are trying to do more, right? Because sometimes it's hard to get out and be heard and be seen above all the noise that's out there. But when you collaborate and you find your tribe and everybody's working together, it makes it much, much easier.
1: That's right. And it's typically, um, in general, the coaching industry, coaches and healers are not making a lot of money and we want to change that. So they're fully thriving. They can help more people navigate these crazy times and have everyone thriving. So it's it's driven by that and we have some unique wisdom around supporting them in that. But it's also those that might be um, not even coaching yet. So say they're in corporate and they've got all this wisdom and experience and they need support to package their wisdom, that's another opportunity because everyone has wisdom to share right now. Whatever experiences we've been through, not just the recent training we've done, our whole life has had wisdom experience and ways we can contribute to another human. And it's time for everyone to start sharing that.
0: Absolutely. And I look at it as everything is happening to us for a reason and bringing us to the point in time where we're at. So everything that happened, whether you deemed it as good or bad is something that adds to your wisdom that you now have to share with others.
1: Exactly. And that's what you said, whether you, if you deem it good or bad, we label things good, bad, right, wrong. We're the ones creating the judgment and, it's just time to drop judge, judgments and transcend it. Judgment is the thing that's in the way of so much goodness, really. It's so incredible. I love it. Uh, and actually, you know, you said a critical moment. One of them was my very first life coaching course, mm-hmm. which I actually heard the, the story of the Chinese farmer about Ooh. judgment. Have you heard of it?
0: Mm-mm. Please share.
1: I will share <laughs> my version of it. <laughs> So essentially there's this Chinese farmer and he had a his son living with him and a horse and the horse ran away. All the neighbours came around and go, oh, isn't that terrible? Your horse has run away. And the Chinese farmer said, maybe. The next day the horse actually came back with seven wild horses and so now they have eight horses and the, the neighbours come around and say, isn't that amazing you've got all these horses? And the farmer's like, maybe. The next day... The son is breaking in one of the horses and falls off and breaks his leg. And all the neighbours come around saying, oh, isn't that terrible? Your son's broken his leg. And the farmer's like, maybe. The next day, the military come along trying to get everyone, all the abled men to join the military, and they couldn't take the son. And all the neighbours come around saying, say, isn't that great? Your son can't go off to the military. Uh, the farmer says, maybe. So I, that... That story has just, I just love because I was very judgmental. I was a very judgmental person. And I, if I don't check myself, I can still be judging. However, it's so peaceful when I don't yeah. judge and it's so powerful and it's something that I feel is a pathway to an amazing life when we can transcend judgment. And so, um, and it is a, yeah definite uh helps helps being more playful when we don't judge ourselves and we just yeah. you know, go for it.
0: and it's funny because I have heard that story and I've heard it very recently and it uh, wasn't a Chinese farmer I heard it as an Albertan farmer but the same
1: story <laughs> well then clearly it was told by a Canadian <laughs> yes, <it was. laughs>
0: but the same messaging right which you know is so important it's Maybe let's see what happens, especially when we take it as everything's happening for us. Why is this happening? What can I learn from this? You know, you're not going to know it in the moment. As in the case of the story, they realized the next day, right? And it might not be the next day for you. It might be a week down the road. It might be a year down the road. But when you Look back. There's so many moments in your life that you look back with that 2020 hindsight and you're actually grateful for them. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And in, in the moment, you're like, "Oh my God, this is awful. This is the worst thing ever." So, how much time was wasted and emotional turmoil did you go through thinking, "Oh my God, this is the worst thing ever"? As opposed to, like you said, getting into that place of non judgment and finding peace and, and acceptance instead.
1: Yeah, I'm. So I have found when I remember everything is happening for me, even when it's really shitty. It's so helpful to get through those times and mm-hmm. when we do look closely, there is always gifts, blessings, uh, positives that come from everything and I notice it as well working with Gabby in the Wisdom Playground. Every time we come up with a what we would see is a block. It hasn't gone the way we wanted. It's always an upgrade. Yes. It's incredible. It is so incredible. It's not exactly what our mind thought we wanted Right. But when you see the bigger picture, it's actually better and right. it leads to better in the future. So it's such a it's a gorgeous gorgeous way to look at things.
0: Exactly. So every time we think it's a block or something holding us back, it's actually just getting us to take the leap forward.
1: Yeah, and especially for IC coaches, healers, new era wisdom teachers that are wanting to support people in their area of wisdom, when they come up with a challenge, it is often something to learn so they can help their clients. They don't have to make themselves wrong or bad or like it, it's so interesting how that happens all the time as well. So it's really cool when we're aware of that because it does make the journey of the challenging bits a bit easier.
0: (laughs) Exactly, exactly. If you're enjoying my content and someone that wants to step into being proactive in your health and learning more, I would love to invite you to join my membership community. There's a link in the show notes for only $19.99 a month. You get access to all of my content and there's a lot as well as weekly calls that you can come and get your health questions answered. It's truly priceless. I'd love to see you join the community. Check out the link in the show notes. So talk to me about how you bring play into the wisdom playground, but into your daily life
1: cool yeah so i feel that um as i mentioned before that heart breathing and really noticing what is going on for us and our body and our our what feels what feels the yes what feels the no and to be guided um as much as possible as often as possible throughout the day i mean we can be guided every step if we choose to which is so cool So that is playing with the universe from my perspective. Playing with, um, with it because it's just so fun when we do it that way. (laughs) But it's also doing the things that light us up. That is, um, and so the more tuned in we are, the more we know what does and what doesn't. And there's many common things to look at, like. For me, dancing—I love to dance, love to laugh, I love nature, getting in nature, exercising, moving the body—all those things are, are beautiful ways to play and allow more possibility into into our world as well. Um, some people like to do creative projects. I think that's something that I—I I have been quite focused on working and I have some creative projects that are now, it's like, okay, it's time to actually carve out some time and prioritize some of that because we're actually always creating. That's as humans, we're always creating. So why not consciously create and, and be in the the playfulness of creating? Um, and it comes back to not judging it because I remember one time I went to – the first time I went to life drawing where there's a nude model and you bring your – whatever you want to draw with like the paper and whatever you're using, pencils. Pencil chocolate, yeah. Yeah, crayons, whatever. And I just loved it. It was so – it was just so fun to be doing that, and I was looking at my thing, going, "Oh, I'm not bad at this." And then when I walked around and saw some people who are like proper artists, like, and how good this, so I was like, "Oh, okay, I'm not great at it." But however, art, it can—it's in the eye of the eye of the viewer, right? What's some, good to someone, not to others? So, and it's like, well, that's the same with life as well, right? And um, so, just to have fun with it means it's a great use of time. And other other insights can come to us when we're not trying to focus and push and struggle and 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 really work hard. I feel even this month of, uh, of, of that I've had um, just the month that's gone, um, I had more time off and actually have done better financially, and I've had more fun. And I've and it's like oh, it's so good to have this <laughs> reminder. <laughs> Working harder is uh, not always better. Um, and so, yes, that's sort of lifestyle-wise, it's good to have our own practice of making sure we're doing some stuff that we love, that makes us feel good, that, that lights us up. In the Wisdom Playground, we like to bring that vibe to all all things that we do um, in our communications and in our um, events, which we call parties. Uh, we like to bring that energy, um, and it's something that we can always add more ideas to in how to do it. Um, one of the things that we like to do now and then is a it's an improv game, you know, with the mm-hmm. um, where we yes and ah uh, yeah, so it's like a topic. Um, and then I say something and then you would say yes and and you'd add to it and then I say yes and and add to it and then you kind of it's a brainstorming thing that allows really crazy crazy answers but those crazy answers can actually be really brilliant you know some of them comes up with exactly. a, a whole new thing so or spark yes. the next idea right yeah, and- exactly
0: It's actually comes back to what you were saying earlier for people that, you know, they know what they don't want, but they don't know what they do want. And you're saying, you know, sit with that and think about it and spend some time with yourself on that. And what's really important there is to treat that like you would any other brainstorming session. So allow any idea to flow. If it sounds too outlandish to you, don't shut it down and push it away. Let it flow. And then you can even build on that you can do the yes and with yourself with the thoughts that are coming and yes and, and then what's next. Right.
1: And another one is what if, so mm-hmm. what if everything, because what if it could just magically become better than you even imagined? And what if it was blah, blah, blah. And so that's a similar kind of concept, but it, mm-hmm. it some people might resonate even more.
0: Right. Mm-hmm. And it just, Allows the mind to keep opening and opening and opening and opening, mm. and get into that expansive place.
1: Yeah, and that's that's the beauty of empowering questions. The 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 what, who, where, how, when that mm-hmm. open up into possibility. Those empowering questions are, are really cool to expand. Expand our mindset um, so that we can tap into far greater than what's happened before and that's the that's the opportunity we have so much more as i said before so much potential every single human has access to far more potential than we're tapping into so that means you me everyone like Mm -hmm. we all can expand beyond where we have before it can keep getting better it can keep getting more magical so so exciting. We are, we are at, we are living at a very, very exciting time on the planet.
0: We are. And I agree that there's so much more realization to this right now. And more and more people are opening to the expansiveness of it, to the fact that there is abundance on this earth and we can just you know, get into that place of ease and flow to build that abundance. And as we do it in collaboration, we're helping other people get there too. And we all rise up together.
1: Mm, absolutely. And actually, say, saying that, you know, I'm lo- I'm a big fan of the open questions. I'm also a fan of the empowering affirmations because mm-hmm. this month, as I said it's been a great month. Um, I've been saying to my, myself, "My life is fun," and repeating mm-hmm. that. And it has been super fun. It's like really (laughs) worth getting that one stuck in your head.
0: (laughs) I love that. And how simple is that? How simple is that? Right. And, you know, what if you stop and think about the thoughts that you're typically saying to yourself, how much more fun is it to say that thought to yourself instead of what you're typically saying to yourself?
1: And it's extra fun when you've said it for a little while and then you start noticing, oh, this is fun, like more fun than what I was having before. Like it's actually amazing. (laughs) Yeah.
0: So do you have any uh, suggestions for people, whether they're, you know, coaches or solopreneurs or even still in the corporate world, that besides the mantra, anything else that they can take and easily implement in order to bring fun into their work environment is it like maybe it's breaking up their day in some way what do you suggest
1: yeah so we we talked about judgment so it's one of the things it's time to let go of so notice when we're judging and instead of judging get curious so and get curious with those questions of like what you said. What am I? What am I? What can I learn from this? Or um, how is this serving me? Or I don't know. Any open question or um, the what ifing or the yes ending or the you know. The, it's like move out of judgment into curiosity as often as possible. Really notice because um, also notice when we're doubting ourselves. Too many of us are actually really like we're all capable of incredible things we're so amazing yet we get in our own way by doubting ourselves Mm -hmm. and so if you notice doubting yourself just laugh every time you doubt yourself laugh at it because then you'll be (laughs) when the first time I had that strategy I was laughing a lot that day so it was good
0: (laughs) (laughs) and we know how healthy laughter is for us and I've said this many times before so regular listeners will have heard me say it before but It's worthy of repeating that just one minute of laughter boosts your immune system for 24 hours and one minute of fear or stress or anger will weaken it for four hours. And in that fear, stress, and anger, I would even put doubting ourselves because when we're doubting ourselves, we're probably drumming up a little bit of fear and a little bit of stress, right? Or that's there and that's why we're doubting ourselves. And that's weakening our immune system for four hours. So yes, erase it with laughter. That's brilliant.
1: Yeah, and so also know about doubt. If you're doubting that... Potentially means you're actually trusting in the belief you don't prefer. So perhaps there's no doubt. Perhaps it's just trust in something, and you might as well trust in what you want rather than that belief that you don't prefer. The doubt, because that does not feel good. Doubting ourselves does not feel good. So stop it. <laughs> let it go back to BC and from now on no more doubt and just go for it and play because it's like it, it when we can let go of judgment of the result it it means if it goes bad or wrong bad wrong which we're labeling it it doesn't matter so there's a beautiful movie on Disney called Soul have you seen that one Melissa? I haven't. Okay so Let's gorgeous. Check it out. What I love about it. It's such a reminder that our souls come here to experience life to experience the senses to taste the pizza to smell the roses to do all the things and they fall over and hurt themselves it doesn't matter it's like it's like we're just here to live and experience and and create and enjoy and and that comes back to if we can just not make a big deal about everything and not make it like that let go of the making the meaning and the judgments about everything it just becomes so much easier and so I would say practice that really noticing are you judging or are you in curiosity and just really start to tap more into curiosity with asking better questions playing with um, possibilities using your breath choosing what feels good to you, what lights you up, giving yourself permission to do that, celebrating and appreciating every step you take in that direction. And um, let me know how you go.
0: (laughs) I love that. I love that. So many gems in that last five minutes right there that are brilliant. Thank you. (laughs) And I just want to come back to somewhere in there you were talking about, you know, the judgment and, I was hearing like the not doing thing, the doubt is because we're fearing something, right? And the feeling is coming up because it's not the right path for us potentially. And so we need to stop and figure out what the right path is, but also to know that we don't need to fear what might happen. And so often that's fear of failure or not achieving the goal or whatever it is, because there really is no failure. Yeah, It's simply an opportunity for feedback. That's right from which we learn and then keep moving forward. (laughs) And so that's a huge piece of that, of being able to choose that, recognize that, and step into it anyway.
1: That's right. So it's like be present in the moment to feel if it's a yes or no for you to take that action so Mm -hmm. you will know if you feel lighter and more expansive or if you feel heavier and more contracted you can start to learn your yes and no if it's a yes you just go for it and it doesn't matter what happens like let go of the outcome the judgment of whatever happens all of that and trust in it's the next step and it's it's all good and take the next step (laughs) It doesn't have to be that hard. Our our mind can make it really challenging. Yeah. We don't have to do that anymore. Yeah. I love it. Well, I love all of the work that you do and the wisdom playground
0: and the support that you're giving to coaches and others that are, you know, in their businesses so that everyone can collaborate and serve more people as a result. Right. Yeah. And so as we start to wrap up here, I love to ask my guests, what does don't wait for your wake-up call mean to you?
1: For me, that means be proactive in uh, designing the life we want. Actually, our health is so important and actually we can make positive steps towards that today and if we don't, as you say, you, if, you, if, we, if we keep going down a path that is unhealthy, we will get a wake-up call. And it, it, it happens from the, the universe is taught. Well, I say universe. Some people say God or wh- whoever, whatever they, they want to call, source, different, all the different names for, for that. Um, but for me, the universe will do it for now. So the universe will give us messages and it starts with a whisper And then it gets louder, can become a pebble, and then it become a brick, and then it become a boulder, and it can become a whole brick house on top of us. And that wake up call is not pleasant. So why wait for that? Like why, 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 um, why not listen now?
0: (laughs) Which comes back to what you're (laughs) saying. Yeah, yeah. You know, listen now and tap into your body and learn that yes or no. And when we work with our body in this way, that's when we do get to be in that flow state. And it's when we get to have optimal energy and optimal health because we're in alignment. That's right. We're not fighting ourselves. So I love that.
1: The, The energy alignment is so powerful and such a fun way to live life. And we all have that ability to choose that. It's so, it's available to every single one of us. And that's what's so great, the work you're doing, Melissa, because um, for those who haven't listened can get on track now with you. Um, But those listening to the podcast, well done because, yeah, you don't have to wait till it gets really bad. Like start doing the fun stuff now.
0: (laughs) And I love what you said too is to choose. You get to choose, right? Everything is a choice. And that comes back to when we believe that things happen for us, not to us. We're not blaming, right? And we can see the choices. That's right. And there are always choices, even when we think it's the worst day ever. There's still choices, right? Choices in how you respond to that and choices to how you move forward. So that's a really important point as well, that it's it's all a choice. So I love it. Love what you're doing. So thank you. Thank you so much for being on the show. But before I let you go, please tell the audience how they can get hold of you. And I believe you have a free gift for the audience as well.
1: Yes, we do. So uh, our website is The Wisdom Playground. So T-H-E, wisdomplayground.com um and i'd be delighted to connect with anyone on social media and all those types of things i'm deb king uh we have a freebie if you're a coach or healer of some description we have an amazing guide for you that shows you what the greatest coaches on the planet do differently to everyone else the ones that are super successful what they do to everyone else, and that's a free guide. It's 19 pages where you get to see those things and rate yourself on those things. So that would be the first freebie. For everyone else, uh, we uh, uh, have a little play cheat sheet for you with some reflection questions just to kind of – actually play with um in terms of your inquiry around um playing more so that's available as well and very excited to connect with anyone who wants to discuss this topic or share actually please definitely if you uh, apply anything we've talked about i'd love to hear how you go so yeah very excited to always meet like-hearted humans that want to (laughs) thrive
0: I love that. Thank you so much. And I'll make sure the links to both are in the show notes. And yes, please, to the audience, if you are implementing any of this from our discussion today, please share it on social tag, Deb, tag myself, uh, because we'd love to celebrate that with you. It's definitely something to celebrate. And Deb, what last tip would you like to leave the audience with to have them step into this and get started today?
1: I would love to say is uh, you are here. There is no mistake that you are here right now. You have so much love in your heart and wisdom to share, more than you even realise, and to actually just give yourself permission to now live your best life ever moving forward. I love that.
0: Beautiful way to end the show so inspirational thank you so much for joining us here today Deb and thank you to the audience for joining us here and tuning in week in and week out to the don't wait for your wake up call podcast I appreciate every one of you too thank you thank you for investing this time with me on the don't wait for your wake up call podcast I'm so glad you joined in If you can take two minutes to share this episode with someone you think can benefit and have a positive impact on their life, that would be wonderful. Please leave a review by going to your favorite podcast listening app and let me know what you enjoy or would like to hear more of. It will support me in my effort to bring the possibility of natural healing to a wider audience and help disrupt the sick care system we have today and make human health a global priority. Health is your true wealth.